0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Spirit Room. I'm Melissa White, and I'm here today with a really special guest. Her name is Helene Saucedo, and she is an author, and she's a palm reader, and she so graciously agreed to come and to chat with us today uh, about her work, about her life. Um, And so a really warm welcome. Thank you, Helene, for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me, Melissa. Awesome. So, I suppose um, the first thing that I would want to know, or you know, we would want to maybe let people know, is where you're calling from.
1: I am from Atlanta, Georgia. I live near Grant Park, which is uh,
0: yeah, right in the heart of Atlanta. Okay. Awesome. And so, what would you say first of all? Um, how did you how did you really find palm reading? Because I know that this is a really interesting story.
1: Uh, Yeah, so there um, aren't a lot of calm readers out there. (laughs) Um, So it's it's an interesting story, but it's also a long story. So um, about, well, five years ago, I was living and working in New York City. Um, I was art director of advertising and promotion at Macmillan Publishers. And um, I was married and um, I think I was like 36 years old and um, I had a I became pregnant and so I decided to move back to Atlanta to have uh, my baby and um, I had a very traumatic delivery um, and won't go into too many details there's like some podcasts about that (laughs) out there but um, honestly it was all I believe it was based on the fear I felt about you know just the process of delivery but also becoming a mother and all that stuff. So um, I went into a really deep uh, depression, I would say, you know, postpartum, for a solid year uh, after my delivery. And I was a stay-at-home mom with uh, my daughter, Parker, and she was a very colicky baby, too. So it was just a very, very hard time. I wasn't working because I don't think there was any way I could have worked uh, with that much uh, stuff going on. So, um, yes, yeah, just darkness for a solid year. I started to come out of it. And um, uh, it was the total solar eclipse that was in like September of 2017 when I, um, I kind of woke up from w- where I was. I was, you know, living with my husband and my child. We had bought a house. It was kind of, quote unquote, the American dream. And I just woke up and I was like, something's not right. This isn't, I'm not being authentic. This isn't who I am. Um, and so I was kind of just following my intuition and I just, I knew I had to ask for a divorce. So, um, I actually, part of that process and part of my journey was coming out of queer to my husband. Um, and that was a very hard situation for all of us and then getting, um, the divorce. And, um, so I was in a place where I had no idea what I was going to do, um, which is where a lot of people are when they go to a palm reader, they're like in a stuck place or so they just don't. You know they can't see the light so um i bought a vintage camper off of ebay that is um 1955 renovated belted camper um and i just bought that so i could take away that one fear of the logistics of life and like where i would live um and it was just adorable i cashed out my 401k to buy it and i did think that maybe i would work out of it but i thought i was going to do nails which is not what ended up happening, but it was in the, you know, same hand, physical genre. Mm-hmm. So um, but the way that I found that palm reading was that I was on this search of what I was going to do next. And um, I'm asking all my friends. I won like some Instagram giveaways for card readings and things like that. And my whole question was like, what am I going to do? And I kept getting design back, which of course is my background, but it wasn't where my heart is. Like that just felt wrong to me. Um, so, I was getting my hair done with my um, best friend slash hairdresser, and we were just drinking wine, hanging out. I was about to go to New Orleans, and um, I just kind of thought about the palm readers that work down there uh, in New Orleans. And I was like, what is that? You know, Atlanta has a really bright and beautiful, um, eclectic metaphysical community with a lot of Reiki and tarot and, um, you know, intuitive chiropractors, things like that. But I had never heard of a palm reader. So, I went, I got my palm read, and I was I wasn't very impressed with it, um, but my friend dared me to do a pop-up uh, Christmas party, so, um, it, uh, which was like a week later. So I was like, you know, sure, why not? What do I have to lose? So I books these i and studying, poem reading, and uh, the only way I really would to kind of make sure I felt prepared was to design a sheet uh, and then have people ink and press their hands on the sheet and the sheet was um, just the basic elements of palm reading um, that would build a reading. So starting very, like, in a big picture and then getting into personality stuff and then getting into, like, the timeline of your life. The first night, I did it for $5 a reading. And then I and it was such a beautiful pool of connection. Like, so many people were interested. Uh, and I was having a lot of fun connecting, like, getting to know people better and also excited to see if any of this stuff made sense. So um, I, I honestly, from there, I just kind of rode the wave. Um, I started working in another spot. Oh gosh! All right. Can you still hear me?
0: I can. It's just been a little bit um, choppy. It like goes in and out.
1: Really? Is it these? Is it my microphone? I wonder.
0: I don't know. It says kick, which I don't know what that. Means necessarily, but. Has mm, it been doing it this whole time? No, no, just for like the last probably minute.
1: Okay. Um. Do you know where I where I should start from? Um. Uh.
0: uh about um the pop up and okay. doing the key key. Okay. Um. And just let me know if it starts getting
1: choppy, and I'll just take off my headphones. <laughs> okay. Um. So my hairdresser dared me to do um, a, a Christmas pop-up and I I did it that first night with my design sheet and I took handprints of people and I would use the design elements that I had put in around it that would slowly build a reading starting from big picture uh, and then working down into personality traits and ending in the timeline of a person's life, which can get very specific in terms of events that have happened. Um, after that, I moved into a space uh, temporarily, and then I put it together that I needed to do the palm readings out of my vintage camper, and I began to do that um, at different festivals and uh, pop-ups, and you know just anywhere I could do it, craft fairs, etc. And I've been doing that for uh, about just two and a half years. But um, I did leave out that I got a book deal um, to publish this sheet that I created uh, in a kit with the um, the ink, and ink roller, and a pen, so you could do what I do yourself, because I believe anybody can do it. And um, just like cards, you start off by learning the basics and the visuals, and then you let your intuition open up. So that came out in October um, last year, and it's called Handful of Stars, a palmistry guidebook and handprinting kit. It came out
0: from Harper Design. So there's a ton. I mean, that's like It's a big story. Lifetimes of of progress, I think, in just a short period of time. So, I mean, first of all, I think that that takes such courage to do so much of what you've done, you know? So, like, I guess, how did you know it was time to leave your marriage? Like, what what actually kind of led you to that? You
1: know, know um... I don't think there was any one moment or any one thing. It was, it, it really, I mean, first having a baby is very challenging in any marriage because, uh, you know, there's just so much work and it takes up so much of your energy. And I -hmm. I think that that wasn't going well for me. It didn't feel balanced. And also I was just very isolated. Um, And I wasn't I mean, I'm not going to blame it all on 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 him or anything, but I I wasn't asking for what I needed Um, Mm -hmm. for a long time. I wasn't doing that. And so I think I just I wanted my life back in a bigger way than I could have ever gotten back. Um, And I'm still, you know, we co-parent my daughter and still very, uh, of course, active with her. Um, But, yeah, there wasn't one moment where I I knew I think there was there was a couple things that happened I'm not going to get too detailed specific that it was it was just like you're not the, the person for me you know I am mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. very uh into like nature and beauty and I get really excited about like stars um and that that dreamy piece of me was not supported and that was a big deal
0: Mm hmm. mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting, because many people, I find, do sort of have this awakening after they've had some kind of traumatic event, you know, so for me, yeah, you know, a a near death experience after I had my son. um, Mm -hmm. And, uh I find that, you know, it's usually either a health crisis or grief, you know, themselves or, you know, the ending of a marriage. Um, and lots of times, too, when people do start to really come into their their intuitive selves, their spiritual selves, it is true that like either the the relationship that they're in or sometimes the friendships around them change. And it's because, you know, you've sort of had this awakening and you can't, really unsee you know once you see the light you can't unsee it <laughs> you know so things right. do change, shift and change um what did it feel like to come out as queer like what was that experience like for you
1: uh so I've always kind of kept it to myself growing up that I knew I was uh, bisexual so I had had female partners before but nothing you know too too serious um, mm-hmm. but I'd always been long-term with men so, um, you know, when I came out, I think I was thirty uh, 37 years old, um, and that's pretty late in life. Um, mm-hmm. That was really hard. You know, honestly, I the hardest part of it is coming out to your parents, and um, I emailed them <laughs> because that's just... <laughs> uh, I just knew as far as, like, my father's communication style, he's one that has to really... With something, so um, it went a lot better than I thought. My mom said, "Duh," and my dad has has come around. Um, But and then in the, it really felt freeing. And um, last year, I really wanted to celebrate it, so I took my camper um, and had a unicorn theme and was in Atlanta's Pride Parade. So um, now I'm living. You know, I've I've really. I have a partner. um, am very devoted to that life, lifestyle, and it just feels so good.
0: Yeah, I mean to really just feel like you're so authentically being you, you know. And I think right. lots of people would feel, feel like compare it, sort of, you know, not not exactly the same. But I know lots of my students feel really afraid to just even come out of the spiritual closet, like they're oh yeah great to tell their their families. You know, I had um, students in the past who would tell their family they were going to book club when they were coming to development circle, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. once, yeah, once you're able to just, I felt that way, you know, once I told people like, I'm a medium and this is what I'm doing and this is my vocation, it was, scary actually because you do worry about people's you know how they're going to judge you you know and but once you do put it out there it does feel like such a relief
1: yeah exactly and i still find it awkward to this day to say like oh i'm a you know who are you what do you do and it's like i'm a queer palm reader that you know out of a vintage camper like that's not something you hear often (laughs) in fact i I just had to uh, be a part of some like legal proceeding and they're like your occupation you know. Sometimes I'll say designer, but um, I do try to, you know, uh, say palm reader because it's important to own who you are. And honestly, it is so hard to come through anything like that that gives you guilt and shame. But once you're on the other side, you know, especially if you have a good support system of people or a tribe, uh, that's so helpful. I really found my people when I, I came through the other side.
0: Um, I bet. Of, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and then you can kind of live, you can live your life in a way that is in harmony, you know, with who you are. It's not like you're always having something to hide, you know, this part of you that's so beautiful, you know, and I think that the unique, you know, the uniqueness of what you do and who you are. That's something that I find too. The right people are really intrigued with with all of that, and the people that you're not really, you know, maybe um, going to be on the same wavelength as, you know, they they won't get it, you know. But right. um, the people that are meant to will definitely, you know, be be into that. So I al- um, I also feel like it's
1: um like a domino effect. Once you do that for yourself, that inspires somebody else to do it, and somebody else to do it. Um, exactly. So that's been, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's wonderful. I mean, I remember um, I had to take a, a questionnaire. It was like for a surgery, I was having like an elective surgery, and they were asking questions about psycho, like psychological stuff. And some of the questions were like, do you hear voices? Do you <laughs> see, like, do you ever have like visions and all this stuff? And I was like, was how, how do I actually answer this? Because I wanted to be truthful. So I did. I said yes and yes and yes, but this is why. And so that mm-hmm. was an conversation that I had um with the psychologist. But um it ended up where I, you know they, they didn't think I was I was crazy. So that was good. <laughs> They're like yes, but it's okay. It's the spirit. <laughs> it's, it's normal for me. So uh yeah, so that's kind of funny. So I get it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like uh do I hide this or do I tell um, so yeah so that's kind of funny um, what would you say what inspires you uh,
1: what inspires me is to inspire other people I am um in my astrology I'm a double cancer I'm cancer sun cancer moon I think cancer mercury and so I I have I'm like a professional holder of space and mm-hmm. I just want to kind of I don't want to necessarily actively heal people I just mm-hmm. want them to feel seen and heard and understood. And if I can inspire them to, to um, go after their dreams or what they want, like, that's kind of why I think my, my story to me is cool, because um, I got my book deal three months after, like, after the first night I did palm reading. And um, it was because I asked for it, you know, I had the idea. And then I Instead of blocking myself and saying, like, who are you to have a block? I sent out an email and I was like, you know what? If they don't reply to it, that's fine. But they ended up responding and putting me in touch with the right people immediately. But I could have cut myself off from that. So my biggest um, way to inspire people at how they look at their lives or what they want to accomplish or who they are is to say, like, just stay open. You know, not don't block yourself.
0: Yeah. not to limit the possibilities. And, and exactly. yeah. And I mean, the book is absolutely beautiful. Um, and I love that it's hands on. So like, so to speak, so, <laughs> you know, lots of we, can, we can read, you know, I've read about Palmistry before. Um, but it was never something that I felt like I could sort of sink my teeth into, but with your, your kit, basically, you know, it's, you can, you can use, the tools and mark it up and mark up the page and actually sort of see and feel what you're doing. So I do think that that's a really, um, user friendly kind of experience for people who, who learn by doing, you know, so that's well,
1: right. And so what's so funny also about how I got to palm reading is that, you know, I was getting all these hits for from people without staying in design. Um, what ended up, you know, Palm reading is essentially visual communication. It's starting just from what you see with your eyes and then putting a story together, which is just what design is doing. So um, also um, the design informing the sheet and how to like break it down again, visual communication. So um, that was interesting that that still came into play just as important as the palm reading.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely sort of like um, the design work actually prepared you for for this work. Exactly. Yeah, which is fabulous. And the, work,
1: and the working and publishing. I had always been on like the marketing mm-hmm. side. I never thought I would have the book. So, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. when you see all the things that you're going through, which at the moment, you know, you might be miserable or not enjoying it. But sometimes you look back and you're like, oh, well, that was a necessary part of my okay. journey.
0: Oh, totally. Um, I found that with myself as well. So yeah, it's it's really interesting. Some of the some of the previous um, experiences and jobs that I did that really actually, yeah, wasn't wasn't for me. I knew I wasn't going to do it forever, but I totally look back and realize, oh, it was preparing me for this, you know, for this vocation. Mm-hmm. This so that's so cool. Um, so what is your process like? Like, how do you? So you're going to read someone's palm. What what do you actually do?
1: So um, we do the the print of their hand and um, the way that the sheet is designed again is to build the reading. So it starts with what's called quote unquote hand analysis. And that is looking at um, kind of big picture characteristics of the hand. So the shape of the hand, which represents one of the four elements and can align with astrology. Um, the next thing I would look at is the flexibility of the hand. Um, and then the sum a couple ways. And that just in itself can, can give you a lot of, uh, you know, information about personality. Uh, and then the next thing I do is I go into, um, what's called the Mount, which is short for mountains. And they're the fleshy pieces that go around your palm and they represent, um, uh, very strong personality traits. And they are, um, on the hand they're named Jupiter, Saturn, Apollo, Mercury, Venus, Luna, and Mars. Um, So they're named after mythological gods and goddesses, and the ones that are more dominant on you are um, line up with the characteristics um, of those gods and goddesses. So um, that's actually a really fun uh, part of it, because, you know, it really, first of all, it really makes you look at your hand for a minute and try to figure it out. Um, But to see if it lines up with, you know, who you think you are. And I do the lines last, um, because they can get very specific in terms of a timeline. So if you look at, like, the overall shape of the lines just has um, a general um, what it says about you. So, like, if you have a a half moon, like a big curved heart line, that means you're a very nurturing, open-hearted person. But if you had um, any certain marks on that line, like a break or a little circle, you can Track that down to what age it lines up to um, and and then kind of reflect and be like, okay, what was happening to me at 28? Oh, I had a, that was when I, I had a big heartbreak or on the the headline is usually um, where I see a lot of breaks and that's when people really kind of lose their footing um, or make big transformative changes. Um, and so uh, that's kind of, that's the gravy to me. Is when I can blow somebody's mind and be like, "Oh, what happened to you at thirteen years old? You know, did you move?" And they'll, you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, especially when you. So you did tell me some things about my my palm, um, and one of the things was so fascinating. So, um, do you do you still have the picture there with you?
1: Uh, I can't find it. Oh yes, yes. And then I sent you the yeah the message yes. after.
0: Yeah, so tell us a little bit, just, I mean, I know because you, you told me, but um, just to share with the listeners um, what you were able to kind of see.
1: What was the one thing that I saw? Let me see. And I circled it and sent it back to you. Oh, that triangle. The triangle on your headline. Um, and that was from about, it was a mid-20s situation. And that that aligns with when you um, had your, was it when you had your child and also the near-death experience?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that yeah. I had yeah. the, the appendicitis and it ruptured, and so I almost passed away. And then also when I left my marriage shortly after. Oh wow! So all that
1: at one time. I mean, that triangle is unmistakably. I honestly, I haven't seen any that are this clear. Like I, I look at your hand, I can't see anything else. And that's those are the things I often pay attention to. I'm like, well, that must be special. But triangles are strengtheners. So what that means to me is that was a period of hardship, but it, it was kind of you were protected like it was for a purpose so um, yeah that was what was most uh, intriguing about your hand
0: mm-hmm. no definitely <clears throat> and that makes perfect sense so that's so interesting um, I love that and there was another thing too that I think you were saying about the mounds um, which mound what is it which uh, god or goddess is that I um, related to
1: uh, on your hands, or yeah. yes, um, at the mounts of Apollo and Venus were definitely your leading mounts. Venus is right beside the thumb, and the more developed that is, the more um, you really look for the beauty and the pleasure in life. Um, I call it like the lust for life. And then underneath your fourth finger, if it looks like if you hold your hand up like you're you know holding a plate on top of it at eye level, and you see it looks like a butt underneath your fourth finger. that's the mount Mount of apollo and the mount of apollo is um a creator and or healer and what's interesting about that is fingerprints um can show life purpose so personality strength will be in those mounts around the hand but fingerprints are said to um are believed to be life purpose so if you look really closely at your fourth finger print and it looks like um, it's called a, a whirl you can google it it's a forensic term and that type of fingerprint looks like a bunch of circles um with like a nucleus in the center and if you had that on your fourth finger that would be that is your purpose to be a creator or healer uh, if that was on your first finger it would be that you were a, a leader um, if it was on your fourth finger it would be you have you really have something to say or advocate for so um, that is not that is something that I read but that is not something that I developed there's a a book called life prints um, where somebody could learn how to read fingerprints
0: Ooh cool I didn't realize you could read the fingerprints as well oh, but, yeah. but It's so fascinating to find that you know it's tangible you know so it's something that you can see physically um on the hand um and that it it oftentimes is going to match up with you know what's going on with the person or what um you know aspects of themselves i mean to me who's always i'm always working with um you know stuff that is um people can't see you know so um to actually have yeah something concrete like that i think is very very valuable and super exciting
1: a lot of what i say to people is you know don't come to me and expect a psychic reading you know I don't like to use the word psychic Mm -hmm. for myself. Am I intuitive? Yes, but I can't promise psychic, you know, psychic hits will come in. They have and they do, but um, I think that's somewhere that I, that's the journey I'm on now is developing maybe more of that. Um, Mm -hmm. And this has really just been a catalyst to to get me there.
0: Well, to me, it's so cool, because it's like the tool, you know, that kind of sparks the inspiration for um, some more intuitive kind of information, you know, so, um, you know, with my students, oftentimes, I'll have them, if they are struggling, I'll get them to hold the the person's hand that they're reading for, um, and not to read the lines or anything like that, but just to... Mm -hmm feel their energy and so it is such an intimate kind of experience so you know actually holding someone's hand and and then giving them this you know this information whether it's a palm reading or a psychic reading um right. so it is such well, a. So there is like all the marks on the hands i read them
1: as energy as like an energetic um just kind of imprint of who you are so somebody who has a lot of lines on their hands it's going to be more sensitive to the energy around them. Somebody who has fewer might not be as open or is more grounded. So, um, you know, there's a lot of chakras in the hands. There's, well, one of the largest hubs of our nervous system is in the center of our palm. And then um, we have chakras in our fingertips as well. So that just makes sense for,
0: for having that energetic connection. Definitely. Um, what would you say is the most challenging aspect of your work?
1: Um, Boundaries. (laughs) Yes, boundaries for sure. I just, I am such a bleeding heart. You know, I wish I could make everybody better, um, but I can only hope that I am helpful in, um, you know, just, just, uh, it's a very cathartic thing that I do. Like even, showing people the hardship on their hands. I feel like it's very painful to me sometimes to hear what those things are. Mm. Um, But it is, I have to understand that that it is validating to people to see that that is something, you know, that is marked on their bodies that they went through and survived. Um, So yeah, boundaries. I think that's going to be something I, it's always going to be a challenge for me taking on other people's um, energy and not protecting my own. Uh, That's going to be a learning journey for life.
0: Well, definitely. And it's something also that you get sort of thrust into this, you know, into this work. And it sounds like it happened very, very quickly. So there wouldn't have been, I I can imagine, there wouldn't have been a lot of time to um, figure that out. You know, you're just kind of like going with it. Yeah,
1: exactly. I did. I made some big mistakes in the very beginning that I learned from very quickly. And I really started to focus on um, ethics, you know, like what I thought, you know, um, I never want to tell somebody. Everyone thinks of palm readings. They're going to tell you when you're going to die. Like, I don't think that that is helpful in any way. And honestly, I don't think you can truly see that on my hand. Um, Yeah. Ethics are super important. What what you want somebody's takeaway to be, how you word things. Um, and then the, for me, I feel like I have an easy way out. If you pull cards and that, you know, you pull like a three card spread and the death card is at the end, like good luck, good luck, candy coating that. (laughs) But but with the hands, um, your dominant hand, the hand you write with is the hand representing you in the present. And then your opposite hand, um, is you representing, um, like you at the end of your journey. And oftentimes the biggest theme that I see is that, um, your non-dominant hand holds the healing. So um, I am able to say like, yes, look, there's this triangle. You went through this. Um, and if that triangle is smaller or not there, um, and usually that is the case, it's like you're, you know, the, the further you go into life, the more it's going to make sense, the more you're going to come to peace with it. Um, now that that can be flipped. Um, and that's
0: those are harder readings uh, to manage. But
1: for the most part, I feel like that
0: <laughs> that's usually got my back. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm the same way, you know, and it took it, we have similar stories in a way, just because of certain aspects. Like, um, it, it, for me, same thing it happened very quickly. I went from doing a few little readings as a favor, you know, to then full-time within like a month, full-time readings. And that's been yeah. the last seven years, you know? So, um, I didn't have a lot of time to figure out, Oh, how am I going to work? Or, you know, I kind of was learning as I went as far as like the, the, Sort of business aspect of it, and also like what I stood for, you know. So, same with me. Lots of people will ask me, um, or they do want to know, like, when am I going to die? When is this person going to die? Um, you know, is my partner cheating on me? Um, all kinds of things like this. And I had to get really, really firm and really tough about what I'm willing to to know, <laughs> what I'm willing to read, and um, what I don't feel is useful for them. Mm -hmm. So basically my motto is like, I'm open to learning and knowing anything that is going to be helpful to this person. That's going to empower them in some way. If it doesn't empower them, I don't want to know it. And I don't want to know things because it would be impossible for me to know things and and keep it to myself. So I basically say to my guides, I I just don't want to know unless it's going to be helpful. And that's it. So that seems to be helpful, you know, and be able to kind of stand firm in it. Whereas, you know, you find in the beginning, I don't know if you felt this too, that people sometimes pressure you or bully you into like telling them things or or saying, you know, giving them what they want to hear. I found that. Yes. When somebody sits down and says, you know, don't, you can
1: give it to me straight. (laughs) I'm like, well, let's, let's look at your hands first to see, (laughs) see what's there. I feel like they, yeah. Uh, I remember the first night I did readings and I told a guy he was sensitive, like to this day, two and a half years later, he sees me and like, you know, I could tell he's still a little sensitive about being sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I, my goal is to empower too. I want to do light work and I know palm reading has this kind of dark kind of, um, you know, reputation around it, but that, That's not what it is to me. The reason my company is called Handful of Stars is because I actually really love it to see little stars in people's hands. They'll look like asterisks, and that's magic. So I'm looking for people's magic or, you know, for the light.
0: Yeah, and I think there's nothing wrong. You know, there's some some people um, who do. You go for a reading with them, and they are going to give you, like, Doom and gloom and all kinds of warnings and stuff like that. That's fine, you know, if that's their that that's their sort of um, take on, you know, what they're doing, and if that's their, you know, their, what they're they're standing for, that's fine. Um, but I just find, yeah, for me, I had to define for myself what i what I felt it meant to to be, you know, uh, this, the psychic aspect of what I do. You know, mm-hmm. the other part is right. the, reason. but um, yeah, so it's for each person to define for themselves. But mm-hmm. I think. That come and they're expecting warnings you know and i'm like that's not or, or lots of predictive stuff you know like mm-hmm. like concrete this is the answer do this and i don't i don't personally feel that's what we're here for i think we're meant to give them um guidance and some you know reading of the energy and potential but it's up to them what they're going to do with it right i call it
1: breadcrumbs i feel like mm-hmm. when um you know you know, especially when I was in that vulnerable state of where am I going, looking for direction. I I would just like pick the breadcrumbs. You know, like okay, this is opened up. I'm gonna go see what I get from here, and that might lead me to the next place. Um, and I mean, it works for me.
0: That's it. And I find that is true. That is how it sort of comes as little pieces. You know, and we mm-hmm. want to always know human nature. We want to know the the answer. We want to know the the outcome. And we're always, I find, impatient. You know, just just needing to have that. But if you can kind of, if you can go with it and just take each little, each little nudge in the right direction, um, you do get there, you know, and that's part of the journey. I think that it's designed that way for us. You know, we're not meant Mm -hmm. to have all the answers at once. I totally agree. Yeah. So what advice would you give to um, people just embarking on their journey, whether it's to, to read poems or to work with energy, healing, psychic, what would you say to people?
1: I would say to do your, you know, do a little bit of your research for me in my journey. I, I got all the books, but then, um, then I really had to put it into practice and see what worked for me and kind of, um, you know, I went based off of what I had learned foundationally, but then things didn't seem to um, always hit the mark. And so I would just have conversations with my clients and, um, you know, something uh, would come up and I'd try that on the next person. Um, And then just really learning to trust intuition. And that's that's the hardest part is learning to trust that intuition. Um, And what's interesting for me, and I know a lot of readers don't like to do this, um, but when I work at a really quick pace, that really gives me a lot less time to overthink what I'm saying and doing. And I find that's when I get the
0: strongest hits. Um, you're you just, yeah. You're onto something. Because when I find, too, especially when I'm reading for someone, I talk really fast and mm-hmm. I'm in a normal conversation, maybe, but not to that extent. And I think it's to do with the energy, and you get into this flow and you're in your power. And then the minute you stop and you wait, and you're like, I find people do this. They're like, silent and they're just waiting for the information to come and they're like judging it to themselves no that's not good enough they're waiting for some big amazing piece of information and what they're doing is they're blocking themselves from the flow they're Mm -hmm. out of their power so I think that's a perfect point that you've made is that you know you just basically you have to start talking (laughs) and sometimes sometimes you may not even know what you're going to say until it comes out of your mouth
1: well it's always scary for me the day I mean I've been you know, just doing it a couple of years, but I've done a lot of palms at this point and I still get nervous and I still, I even get like anxious. Like I don't want to do it because I'm nervous. I'm going to mess up or say something wrong. Yes. Um, but then when I get in my flow and doing it, it becomes so much fun. And that, that's really what I'm looking for is that like, you know, fun and connection. It's just like something turns on in me and mm-hmm. it becomes natural. <laughs>
0: Yeah. We resisted. I mean, I know that feeling. I mean, I used to have like digestive issues before reading mm-hmm. or felt like I had to throw up. Like it was just like the pressure. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. We put so much pressure on ourselves, which it is a good thing. Obviously, if we're invested and we care about, you know, the person and what they're going to receive, that's a good thing. Um but when it starts like affecting you and making you feel like sick or anxious, mm-hmm. then, you know, then it's like, oh, what am I doing? Might as well just get it done. You know, so for me, um I basically just now take a deep breath and just do it. And I kind of say to myself like, I'm going to put my. I'm going to do my best with this person, with this energy, with with this situation, um, and whatever the outcome. I, if I know I've done my best, that's that's literally good enough. Like that's all I can ever do. Um, right. And so that seems to take take some of the the, the craziness out of it. But um, no, that's right, really. Like- like the four agreements, right? Isn't it? Do your best.
1: Don't take things personally, etc.
0: Yeah. Well, and, it, and that's kind of how you... Ha- I think in this, in this situation, in this line of work, that's how you have to look at it. Otherwise, you could drive yourself crazy, you know, because no two like no two readings are ever going to be the same um every person that you come in contact with is different so you can never really fully prepare you don't know exactly what's going to be you don't know what's going to be said you know and I don't know any other vocation or any other job that's like that um except maybe I can kind of kind of give it a parallel of like what a an improv like comedian might feel like because they never know what's going to happen and what's going to be thrown at them. Um, And they're meant to, you know, kind of perform. Um, So I can kind of, you know, liken it to that, but not really, you know, because what we're doing is quite intense work as well, you know, so right. and a lot of expectation um and a lot of pressure. So mm-hmm. um I think it's it's hundred, you know, hundred percent worth it. Um, but it's yeah, it's definitely good for people and the people who are listening to this podcast are essentially interested in development and learning and all of that. So it's good for them to hear that people who are working professionally still do have the nerves. You know, that is important for people to know.
1: Right. But also, I just want to say a lot of times when I'm doing my work, I know that um, sometimes I'll be having a bad day and I'm like, oh, gosh, I have so much of my own stuff going on. How am I going to open up and connect to these other people? Um, but often I, I get messages I need, too, um, yeah. or I meet the, the, the person who actually has something to do with my situation. So, again, like just staying open uh, yeah. is important
0: definitely I find that too lots of times it is you know I'll have a string of um clients that will come with the it's almost like a theme you know they'll, they'll all have the same kind of thing and it's like reflected in what I'm going through at that time and it's always like oh and I hear the message coming through, and then I'll hear spirit say that's for you too and right. I'm like, okay like I got that <laughs> so I'll say I, it in the middle of the reading I'll be like oh that was for me like uh, and oftentimes it's things that I say <laughs> yeah Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's such, that's so true. That's so true. But, um, you know, I think that, um, for, for anyone listening to this episode, just take away, um, inspiration from Helene's journey. You know, I, I hope that people really, um, you know, can, can appreciate just how much courage is taken for you each step of the way, you know, and that you're, instead of, what I find is like, instead of complaining that life isn't going the way that you want it to, you did something to change it. And, right. you know, it wasn't easy. Um, and I'm sure there was times where it felt very, very painful and very difficult. Um, but you push through, you know, and now you're, you're, you've created a life that basically, you know, you manifested for yourself. So. Right,
1: but now I'm I'm back at square one again. So this is going to get interesting. Maybe I'll have another story for you next year because it's like the book came out. Now what? So yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, just because I had one, you know, kind of happy ending, it doesn't mean that my life is perfect. But that I'm still doing the work.
0: Yeah, well, that's it, right? Keep reinventing ourselves and kind of. Mm-hmm. um, you know, I find the same thing. It's like, okay, well, I've done that now. Now what's the next challenge? Like what's, what's the next step, you know? So it's always a constant evolution. Um, but that's, I think that's, that's exciting, you know? So when we don't know anything is, you know, if it's uncertain, then that just means that anything is possible. So, exactly. um, Yeah. So, I mean, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for visiting and coming on and sharing your your story. I know it's going to be helpful for people. Um, And, you know, just continue forward, continue on. I wish you so much success. Thank you so much. Um, I just wanted to plug my Instagram. If anybody was
1: interested in who I am, what I do, uh, that's kind of my main uh, place that I am
0: available. So my Instagram handle is stars underscore readings. Beautiful. Yeah. So definitely follow Helene, follow her there. Um, and the book I got at a handful of stars um, on Amazon, but I'm sure you can also get it, at, you know, um, bookstores and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Google search is our friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So check out the book. I'm I'm going to use it um, when I'm able to meet with my students again in person. Uh, gonna yeah, we're going to do some experimentation with that, and I think they're going to love it. So
1: very cool. Uh, and you can photocopy the sheets in the back if you need more of them. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, cool. And, and then also, um, if you need a better ink, mm-hmm. um, I I use a. Uh, water-soluble block printing ink that you, do, you actually do roll on the hand. So um, I have a video about that up on Instagram if you ever wanted to check it out.
0: Oh, awesome. I will do that. All right. Well, thank you so much. Take good care. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.